Hello, friends, and welcome back. Happy post lunar node shift. This is such a big one. This energy is going to be affecting us for the next year and a half. And I have been feeling the feels recently, and I wanted to just jump on and pull some cards and channel and see what wants to come through, especially after this shift. I think it's important that we just keep this conversation going because I know so much is coming up for people. And I actually feel like a lot of creative insights are going to be coming up as well. Uh, before I jump into it, just a reminder, if you haven't already checked out my new book, The White Tablets of Melchizedek, I highly recommend checking this out. It is a potent book of activations. I actually just got off the live channeling. We did a live channeling event for everybody who purchased day of launch and it was so much fun. It was such a powerful channeling. I need to go back and like rewatch and it was just so magical for me to hear people's responses about starting to read the book and what's been opening up for them and some people have already finished it. So that just means a lot to me whenever I hear your feedback and I was thinking about this this morning and I know I've said it before but I want to say it again and part of this is advocating for ourselves you know and I think you know it's funny because sometimes doing this work like I, I do reach a lot of people which is so beautiful and in many ways you know I feel the energy of so many people all the time and sometimes doing this work can feel a little bit lonely because it is virtual and a lot of what I record I'm just recording by myself here and I mean, I'm hanging out with the guides, but I really do appreciate, you know, all of the feedback and testimonials and people sharing their experiences. And it just makes me, uh, it reminds me of why I do this, you know, and uh, I just really, really appreciate that. So whenever you share things like questions you have and things you would like to hear more of and things that you really enjoy, all of that feedback is super helpful for me and my team because we always try and keep a pulse on like, you know, what what are people feeling right now? Like, what are they needing more support with? What can be helpful topics for me to channel about? Because I really just want to create things that are, yes, fun for me and supportive and interesting for you too. So I like it to feel like a conversation. So I just wanted to share that because I was thinking about that a lot this morning and my guides are like, you just need to keep reminding them. Like you do really appreciate that feedback. Like it does not go unnoticed. And anytime I'm moving through my feels, I will reread testimonials and reviews and comments. And it just really warms my heart and it helps me out a lot. So I really thank you for all of that. And I will tell you, um, Saturn return has been kicking my ass. My Saturn return has been really kicking my ass. And I'm definitely having like a little support group with a lot of my close friends who are also going through it. And I think a lot of us are, are feeling that. And what I'll just say, if anyone else is going through their Saturn return, whether it's their first or second, whatever, all I know is that everything that comes up, if you avoid it and you don't look at it, it's just gonna kick you in the butt later on. And the only way I know through this is to face face the feels head on. And it's funny because I feel like a lot of people in my life keep saying to me, like, damn, your Saturn return is really, is really intense. The things that I'm shifting, I'm changing, I'm realizing it's been a lot of emotions and thankfully I have my tools and I know how to work with that. And part it, a lot of that is just like letting myself, but one of the things I do, uh, <laughs> Well, I'll share a couple of things. One of the things I do is I will, sometimes when I'm just getting really frustrated or overwhelmed or whatever, I will read people's 
book reviews and testimonials and stuff like that. It really does make me feel so good and so seen and appreciated, honestly. So I think we can all use that, you know, so I really, really do appreciate that. So thank you for that. And I'm just excited about this book. You can go to the, the whitetablets.com to check it out. I don't think I said that, but anyway, the other thing that honestly has just been so nourishing for me has been cuddling up on the couch, like specifically in the corner of the couch with a blanket over me, which you might think, what the hell am I doing? I mean, right now I'm in Arizona, I'm in Arizona and it's literally 115 degrees outside, but you know, AC, (laughs) it's just been so good for my nervous system. And one of the things that I, you know, I think a lot of us are really realizing the new levels of nervous system support we need. And I know I really need to focus on that for a number of reasons, but one of the things that's so helpful when you are looking to regulate your nervous system is your human design environment. (laughs) And there's a lot of things we can look at for nervous system regulation and different somatic practices and grounding and all of that. But I just feel like one of the game-changing things for me and that I've I've suggested to different people in my life that has been a game changer, like human design environment. And I point that out because I think it's something really tangible uh, for me, really, really leaning into my caves. Like I do not feel safe and grounded uh, without that. And also looking at your digestive type too. Like these are things that actually do regulate our nervous system. Um, or I was talking to a friend recently who shores and like she was telling me, cause they said, let's just incorporate more shores energy, which it's not just about the it's not just literal like yes literally but think about mountains like uh you know mountains there's actually being around the mountains can be really regulatory for nervous system but just the energy of kind of having a higher vantage point and being higher you know and think what what you can do at like higher higher levels and even just zooming out big picture can i look at things big picture that's really really helpful um also the body keys from my friend Tim Brainerd, if you haven't already had a body key session, I highly recommend that. But anyway, just wanted to throw that tidbit in there because I've really been leaning into it and it's just like feeling so nourishing and yummy. And out here in, in Arizona, I'm getting a lot of caves energy, which you might not think, but you can create, you, you can use your environment anywhere. Anyway, just one tool in the tool belt, do what works for you. But I think that, you know, there's been a lot of explosive, ungrounding energy as we're feeling these shifts. I know it's a lot of setting up boundaries and I'm realizing what I want. And I think we're peeling apart layers of authenticity. And this is a question that I know I have really been living in and I have been talking to a lot of my close friends about, which has been like, what really is authentic? And I think we're realizing places where we thought we were being authentic in our lives. And now we're like, but I wasn't being authentic. But then the question is, is it that if that was isn't authentic for you now but maybe it was authentic for the version of you then if that makes sense and so I think we're just really stripping away layers of conditioning and and expectation and projections and habit and routine and cultural norms things like that like all of this stuff that we're just kind of stepped into without conscious awareness and peeling back the layers and asking about what really is authentic for me and One of the messages that's been coming in really, really strongly is 
just the bravery that it requires to allow an old dream to die. And a lot of people are holding on to dreams and visions that they had that once were authentic and aligned, but because so much has shifted, they're still clinging to that and trying to make that work. And it's really just not working. And you know what? You know what I really just want to ask them right now? If you guys can... <laughs> what, what, what wants to come through right now? If you feel like you're doing everything right and it's just still not working, then what, what do you do? <laughs> They're literally saying that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Uh, You're doing it wrong. Okay. So then how do you figure out what's right for you? And they're basically saying clean slate. Clean slate. This is so interesting. They're showing me that scene. This scene keeps seems to keep uh, popping up. They're showing me the scene from Harry Potter where he opens the egg and like the information comes out and what I'm getting from that is kind of this energy of like, you know, when he first opens up the egg, I'm talking about Harry Potter four and it's like screaming cause he has to put it underwater to hear it. And at first he thinks this egg is like useless and he doesn't know what to do with it. And there's no information in it. It's sort of like, it's, it's a totally different outlook and it's something you haven't tried before. And it's something that you're like overlooking or thinking is useless or w- won't work. But the big energy is, that a lot of us are just trying too hard. A lot of us are just doing too much and a lot of us could just do a lot less. And they're saying that a lot of what's pulling us to do more is just because we think we have to. Like we see other people doing a lot and you have to ask yourself, are they actually doing that much or are they just pretending they do? And if they're actually doing that much, does that mean it's necessary? Right. And so they're basically just saying there's just been so much shown to us in media and like basically ingrained in our brains about what it should look like, how it should go, what other people are doing that we think that's the only way to do it. And part of pulling back is like realizing the ego resistance of, well, what like little dopamine hit am I getting from showing up in this every day or posting about this every day. And it goes back to this, like if I was alone on an island and none of this shit mattered, like what would I do? How would I do it? If whatever way I wanted to do it would work, what would I do it? Like, what would I do? How would I do it? Um, And they're saying that a lot of people are feeling like they're lazy and they're not lazy. They're just tired. (laughs) And a lot of people are tired because they're just, they're just showing me somebody with too many plugs plugged into them. So that could be energetic attachments. That could be people tugging on you. That could be projects you're working on. That could be things on your brain. That could be things that you are holding within yourself that aren't yours to hold. That could be emotions that your body wants to feel that you haven't fully let yourself feel. Um, And there's something about just really fully unplugging and restarting and fresh slate. And like, what do I really want to build? And... They're saying like, you know, with this nodal shift, there's going to be a lot of retraining people. And I know that is not always comfortable. It can feel really sticky to try and retrain people. And sometimes I'll be honest, like 
my default, I'll, this is one of my like wounds that I've had to work on. My default tends to be just leaving. Like I just will just leave. Um, and so I've had to learn to, and I think this year I've made like so much progress of like just speaking up, uh, and actually going through the growing pains of retraining the people around me of like, Hey, this is how I operate. This is what I'm available for. These are my boundaries. This is what I'm not available for. All of that. Um, because that can be very uncomfortable. And sometimes we want to just leave because it's easier to restart, but there is a really powerful growth and, I mean, I mean, it's very empowering to hold a different frequency and say, hey, I'm going to let you witness this transformation right here. And I'm actually going to show you that I can change and transform and set a new boundary and show up differently. And like, we can transmute this or shift this. Um, and they're just saying like, as you really step into your truth and realize a lot of the things that you want to prioritize you want to prioritize for you there's going to be a lot of retraining for people and this is where we get to learn how to be leaders this is what i've been talking about right we're really stepping into this new level of leadership in our life this is what the white tablets is about this is what like the mastermind is about this is about like north node and aries <clears throat> all of that energy it's leadership in, in your life and we get called up to new levels of leadership and what that really means when it's like, hey, like, how are you going to stand up for yourself? How are you going to set your boundaries? Um, but how does a leader show up when we need to reconfigure dynamics and relationships? How do you lead, right? Because you're setting the tone. So <sighs> there's something about like, if you feel like you're trying and you're doing everything right and and nothing is working they're saying it's either like are you actually doing everything right because sometimes we think so much about doing it that we like in our heads think we're doing it but when you actually look logistically it's like you're not actually doing it right two it's have you actually given something time to work in the physical and i think it's a very starseed thing right like we want things to happen really fast we are used to effortless manifestation and things moving quickly but like things are slower here it's denser and we need to give lots of things in the 3d a hot sack to shift to recalibrate including the people around us um and so there's this patience energy and three is well it's not working because you're trying to force a path that's not actually in alignment and so you've got to try a completely different way of doing things And you have to tune into like what feels authentic for me, what would feel fun for me, what would feel, you know, there's something too, like they're kind of showing me like there's something too, like you have to try things on to know how they're going to feel for you. And I think especially as we're, we're repatterning and figuring out new ways of doing things, this is important to remember that we can sit here and think about it and think about, well, do I want to do it this way? Do I want to try this? Do I want to do that? Like we can only think about it first like like that's not that's not going to actually tell us how we're going to feel because sometimes we think that we're not going to like something and we try it on we're like wait that was actually energy giving i actually kind of enjoyed that right and so there's something to you just have to try things on and that includes trying on decisions and that's one of the things i do to help myself make decisions i will make a decision like i'm making it and i just won't tell anybody i made the decision for like 2 days and i'm going to i live with the knowing I've made this decision and I, I actually let myself feel how it feels. So there's something to you just got to try it on uh, 
and let yourself maybe be surprised or let yourself be honest with yourself about what's actually working and what's not. But they're showing me like, um, they're showing me like this, <laughs> It it's, it's like a, how, what is that? Um, it's basically like a piece of hardware and it doesn't really matter. It's like a piece of hardware. Um, I, 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 let's go back to that, the childhood game where you got to put the, like the shape into the, the box that has the, the shape carved out. You know, you like put the star in the star and the circle in the circle and the square in the square. And it's almost like trying to put the square in and it's not going in because you need to turn it. So it matches the square shape. It's kind of that. It's like, you're, are you close? But maybe we just need to turn it. I mean, that could have just been a puzzle piece, but you know, whatever. When I first started opening up intuitively, I felt really overwhelmed and I wished there was one place that I could go where I could get all of my questions answered and learn really everything I needed. That is exactly why I created my psychic development course. Everyone is intuitive and this is one of your biggest superpowers and there's always more to unlock. So whether you're just starting out exploring your psychic abilities or if you're already tapped in but looking to develop those gifts even further, this course is perfect for you. I've taken the most helpful things I've learned on my journey and put it into one jam-packed course that walks you through opening up your gifts and deepening them step-by-step. Step. I teach you how to fully open your clairs, how to connect with spirit guides and ascended masters, how to master the art of psychic protection and boundaries, which is huge for tapping into high-frequency information. We talk about using psychic tools, portals, vortexes, soul centers, and so much more. When you sign up, you get lifetime access to 40 pre-recorded video lessons, five meditation activations that I have infused with a high 70 energy, exclusive invocations and connection processes, downloadable PDFs, and so much more to help you on your journey. It's a self-paced course. So you can take your time and it's jam-packed and you'll get access to the Channel Collective membership for three months. So you'll have access to all of that information as well and all of those Q&A calls for that touch point with me. So if you are ready to fully open up your intuitive gifts, make sure you check out my psychic development course. Just head to christinathechannel.com slash courses and you'll find it right there. Let me pull some cards. Um, what's gonna help us move through this lunar node shift facing these these truths that want to come up um let's see what cards we have today communication trust disruption the deer gentleness diplomacy so it goes back to these new levels of leadership that we're talking about. Like, can I up-level how I communicate? Can I learn to communicate clearly, precisely, and directly coming from a loving space, coming from a coming from an energy of divine leadership, coming from an energy of gentleness and diplomacy? It doesn't have to be like this blow up, right? Of realizing I, this isn't working for me anymore and then I'm going to blow up about it. But this is about like, and, and I'll say trusting your intuition about when you know something is not serving you anymore, because I think there's just been a lot of 
overlooking how you're feeling, like things that you know, truths that you know deep within and maybe telling yourself that you're being dramatic or telling yourself that it's not a big problem or it's going to blow over or maybe this person will really change. Like nothing is going to change without facing it head on and communicating. And I think that's really the, the real growth here and the growth in spiritual maturity is learning to communicate in more mature ways, honestly, directly being honest, expressing how we're feeling uh, and trusting trusting ourselves to do that, trusting ourselves to be able to have difficult conversations, to have honest and vulnerable conversations and trusting how we're feeling, like trusting when our bodies are saying, when our intuition is saying, this isn't working for me anymore. And I think the thing here is like trusting what you're feeling and not being afraid of the disruption. That's what this card is about. It's like, you got to shake shit up. Like the path that you're on, things are not going to work like this. So things are about to change. And so can I allow that disruption to happen and trust that it's really for the highest and best of everybody around me? And it just feels like, okay, I know this isn't going to work. And it's almost like this fear around having the conversation because what is this going to disrupt? And you can't get caught up in that. You can't get caught up in taking responsibility for other people's responses or reactions. You can't get caught up in, uh, well, what's going to happen here and how are they going to act? Then, like, it's kind of just, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I'm going to communicate this clearly. I'm going to be open to it. And I think that's one of the up levels in communication is being able to have a conversation about what's what's on your heart in in a an emotionally mature way of taking responsibility for how you feel and not trying to blame it on somebody else, but just being really honest and also not already expecting an outcome. And that is a big thing that a lot of people fall into and why they don't want to have these conversations or where they kind of block themselves is when they're communicating, it's like they already have an expectation of how it's going to end. And one of the things that I have learned personally that has allowed me to communicate really efficiently and effectively with people. I feel like in business, in podcasting, in client relationships, like I do pride myself on being good at communicating in most contexts. <laughs> and it's something that has always helped me is going into it, knowing like what I want to say, what I want to get across coming from a space of I'm taking responsibility for myself and this is how I'm feeling. And I'm just open. So how can we work together? What is the solution here? Instead of going into it already expecting somebody to respond or react a certain way or already expecting the outcome to be something in particular. Like if I'm already expecting this conversation to mean we're not going to be friends anymore, well then how, where am I unintentionally actually creating that versus like, hey, this is how I'm feeling and I'm just like coming into it with an open heart. Like, how are you feeling? You know, like like, what does this person have to say? Like actually having a conversation. And I think people forget that conversations are a two-way street. <laughs> I think that people forget that. And people get so caught up in like, as if they have total control over how it's going to go or they're de they're deciding how it's going to go before they even go into the conversation. It's like, that's not real communication. Communication is expressing yourself and also it's listening too. And, and I think a lot of the conversations that need to be had, it's like there's a lot of anxiety because you're already putting pressure on yourself that you're deciding how this is going to go. Like, here's the difference. Like, let's say, let's say someone's in a romantic relationship and they're having struggles. Like one perspective is like coming to the conclusion that you want to break up. And so you go into the conversation to break up with this person versus I'm recognizing where I'm not feeling happy and I'm recognizing what I need and how I feel like I'm not getting it. And I'm going to come into this conversation and express that to my partner. And then I'm going to let the conversation happen. 
to see if this is something that we can work on or if this person is committed to not even hearing me and not changing or not helping me change if that's what's required. You see, you see the difference? It's subtle, but it's important. It's very important. Okay, what else is going to help us through uh, these changes, my friends? My cat is like sleeping underneath this dresser over here. It's so cute. Okay. Mm. I think I pulled some of these cards recently. Okay, we have phase entanglement, emotional influence, currents of emotion, emotional desert, and conscious steps. All right, so phase entanglement is about basically when you think you feel a certain way because of the the people you're around or the environment you're around. So you could think that you're feeling depressed or sad, but maybe it's because you are in a friend group or a family dynamic that isn't super healthy and so you're picking up on everybody else's energy. It's, it's, it goes back to what I've talked about before about like that vibrational thermostat. When you are in any type of group consciousness, whether that's friendships, family, relationships, uh, work contexts, and you guys are all kind of set at a similar frequency. And a lot of how you're thinking about situations or even viewing the world, you can be picking up on their vibration or their lens without even realizing. And a lot of people think that this is how they genuinely feel or what they genuinely think. And it's literally not. And until they detach themselves vibrationally, like this is where cord cutting is really good. Go into the membership, and do the energy clearing cord cutting, right? Because people who are who are meant to be in your life, if you cut the cord, I mean, they're still gonna come back in your life. But what that does is it allows you to see like who's really meant to be here and who is not. And so that's where it's like realizing where, where we've really been emotionally influenced and actually, I, this goes into emotional desert, inactivity, isolation. Like I need to pull myself away. I mean, it's very Arizona right now. I'm like totally by myself. I've gotten so much clarity. I'm just like, I am in the desert, <laughs> you know, you don't literally have to be in the desert, but there's, there's something about the energy of this and just the quiet and the peace. And I can hear my own thoughts and being really far away from like my day to day. And I have just gotten so much clarity and also a lot of emotions have come up and it's sort of like without, without that, this inactivity, this isolation, how can I really see where I have been energetically entangled and like thinking that this is mine when it's not, you know, and, and, I'll relate this to like scarcity and abundance mindset. One of the easiest ways to start being an abundance mindset is to start only hanging out with people and listening to people who have abundance mindset. Because if, if you're always around people who are living in scarcity, you're going to view the world that way too. And you're going to find yourself starting to say things like, oh, I can't afford that. Or um, that's too expensive. Or like starting to see certain things as really expensive because your friends do. And your whole perspective can shift if you just hang out with different people. Then we have occurrence of emotion, right? And so when you... Okay, I'm detangling myself. Okay, I'm going through some isolation. And then we have uncontrolled feelings. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> the floodgates open and I realize how I really felt. I realize maybe where I'm feeling betrayed, where I'm feeling lost, where I'm feeling confused, where I'm feeling angry, where I'm feeling taken advantage of. All this finally comes up. This all has to come up for you to get the clarity that you need. The emotional release does feel like a really key thing here. And we're just coming off that new moon in Cancer. Um our emotions, our heart space, you know, but it really just does feel like 
allowing space for all of the emotions, whether they're low frequency or high frequency, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's happening, you know, it's, it's real, it's authentic for you. Let yourself feel that. And it's only from that space that you can start to get clarity and recalibrate. And then it is conscious steps, considered action looking forward. Like, okay, I'm going to very intentionally actually maybe create a plan for myself about how I want to move forward and how I'm going to make my life look different. Like this is, this is one of the things I, I told the woman in the mastermind I'm running right now, activate. It's like, what are the tangible steps that you are taking to move forward in a different way? Like what's, what are the daily routines? Like what are the things you're going to do? Like make yourself a list. Like I'm going to have this conversation. I'm going to carve out this time this week to work on this. I am going to change. I'm going to, I'm going to upgrade. I'm going to elevate my boundaries and I'm going to write them out for myself. So I'm really clear. Like this is about intentionally and consciously moving forward so that we don't, um, recreate the past, <laughs> right? Because we will do that. Like a lot of people, they, they have these big realizations and then they're like, wow, I really realize that. And they don't do anything with it. They don't actually do any healing. And so then they just go and do the same damn thing, a different version of the same thing, but they think it's different because it looks different. It has a different mask on it. And it's the same freaking thing. You have to do the healing work. You have to take conscious steps. <laughs> you have to get really intentional what you're doing that will actually break the pattern. And it's not going to feel comfortable. It's not. If it felt comfortable, it's because you've already done it before. <laughs> and then you do it a different way and you start to feel the difference. <clears throat> Okay. Wow, got a lot of reversals. Um, I'm just pulling some tarot. Okay, this is about releasing tradition, releasing the orthodox way of doing things. This is about doing things in a weird way, like going off the status quo, um, coming out of hiding, coming out of hiding, getting out of victim mentality, getting over your own bullshit. It's realizing all this other stuff, but also where was I in my own bullshit? It's recognizing where you have not been listening to your heart and what you want. You haven't been manifesting from your heart. And so you've actually been blocking opportunities because you haven't claimed that you've been blocking opportunities for you to move forward toward the things that are going to light your soul on fire, right? Because if you have been like, think about this, like whatever you focus on, you attract more, right? So if you're focusing on the lack, if you're focusing on what hasn't been working, if you've been focusing on your sadness, if you're focusing on your frustration, if you're hiding, like you're not, if you're focusing on consistently what you have to do, what logically makes sense, you're not even vibrationally available to receive new opportunities that are in alignment with, with your soul self. And so it's realizing all of that um, and really looking to the future. Like this is about really tuning into what's the future I want to create, not the future I thought I've always thought I wanted to create because that's just like that's the big thing it goes back to like let your old dreams die of <laughs> I just feel really strongly a lot of us have had ideas about what our life was going to look like or how it was going to go and these are things that we have known and they have been correct it's not like you've been wrong but it was correct for you at that frequency and so much has changed right now that it could be a completely different timeline that you're aligned with and it's I th that's it's really hard. It's like I'll ask people, well, where do you want to be? What do you want to do? Where do you see yourself? And I will feel them answer from their minds, from what they wanted as last year's version of them. And I'm like, no, right now, right now, 
What's lighting you up right now? What is your inner child telling you right now? There is so much wisdom going back into the inner child piece. This is also the nervous system regulation. This is, I can see clearly and, and know clearly when I'm in a grounded, regulated place. So if you're trying to figure it out when you're like in that phase entanglement energy, when you are caught up in everybody else's BS, when everybody's tugging on you, when you're super busy, when your nervous system is feeling dysregulated, like this is just, it's just a waste of time to try and figure it out from that space. It just is. So it's, I need to get into a regulated space. I need to connect with my inner child. I need to kind of isolate myself for a second and really let myself really feel into how do I feel now and what's lighting me up now. And the things that might have been feeling exciting and expansive and yummy for you last week or two weeks ago or last year or whatever, that can totally change and you have to allow that. Expect the unexpected. (laughs) We've been talking about that a lot. So that's what we need to know to help support us through this, through this transition. I just do, I feel like, I hate to say this, but I'm just going to be honest. It's like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of heartbreak. And I think, you know, when we think heartbreak, we think like romantic relationship breakups, but it's, it's not just that. That might be for some people, but it, it could be friend breakups. It could be like of realizing how we let ourselves down or where we abandon ourselves or where we just haven't been showing up. Uh, heartbreak about realizing like patterns that have been very unhealthy that we have been in. <laughs> uh, there just seems, feels like there does feel like a lot of sadness and a lot of heartbreak, to be honest, that we're going to have to go through to really realize what conscious steps we want to take moving forward. And let's be honest, part of the human experience, like a lot, most people don't make a change unless there's been like a low frequency experience that is pushing them to show up differently, right? Like when you have a really negative experience, you remember that and you're like, I'm not doing that shit again. Uh, And it's not that that has to be, it's not that it has to be that way. I'm just saying that's often what happens for us to really move and as we know if you haven't been listening then your higher self is going to move you right now so get that Aries energy but it will be emotional getting there and so hold space for yourself focus on your nervous system and you've got to release attachment to how you thought it was going to be that is how you will find your happiness just telling you. All right, we're going to wrap up there. Let me know if this resonated. Leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. And if this landed, let me know what you are going through. Hit the thumbs up button if you did enjoy this. If you're listening on the podcast, be sure to take a screenshot. Share it to social media. Tag me at Christine on the channel and tag at Christine on the channel podcast so you can see that you're listening. Say a big thank you and repost you. I appreciate all of the shares. It really helps to grow the community and maybe send this to someone if you think it would support them if they need a little energy update. All right. So happy shifting. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll chat with you again next time.